was just really weird because it was the first time I ever encountered someone who literally had like a vagina for porn. I was like, oh my god, it's so perfect. What the <laughs> fuck do a I do with it? Vagina for porn. Like that's the only way I could describe it. Like it was so it was cute and tiny and perfectly symmetrical. And I was just like, how did did you get this done? <laughs> I was just really confused. I'm used to the, like you know all vaginas are beautiful. Don't get me wrong. You know they all have different pretty shapes, but this was the most like porn like when i saw and it really threw me off enough to the point where i was like i kind of like stopped for a second then i was just like you know she's pretty demanding if i just shove my face in there she'll tell me what to do warning for underage listeners this is an adult oriented podcast there will be frequent references to kink sex crude language and various other grotesqueries if you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex please visit scarletteen.com also for the dude bro listeners out there this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just what the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nerdgasms, stay tuned. Well, if you're ready, Greedy, then I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm not. That's okay. You don't have to be ready. I'm ready, and that's what's really important. <laughs> well, you better get ready. Oh, fuck. She's back. <laughs> oh, son of a... I thought we got rid of her. You hey, everybody. We have a princess back. I am a princess. Hello. Hi, princess. Hi. Hola. Wasn't princess a Powerpuff Girl villain? <laughs> Pretty sure. She was, wasn't she? She was. <laughs> so are you a Powerpuff Girl villain? I am not a villain, no. Alright, quick question. Which yeah. Powerpuff girl do you identify with? Probably Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you muttered over there? I certainly hope the mic picked it up. Yes, I muttered Bubbles. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I identify a little bit with all three of them, but uh, I gotta say, particularly when I'm in little space, either it's Bubbles or it's uh blossom it depends on who i'm around if i'm around him yeah that is totally blossom because then i'm just like teach me about things like dinosaurs which she always does because he's wonderful well where is his yeah i mean if you're a princess he's your knight right <laughs> that's funny uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry he's your knight <laughs> <laughs> he is uh sleeping because he's a little bit sick and he's a little under the weather so ah uh, yeah get better dude get better man get better by the time he hears this, he's going to be right as rain. Like, what do they mean? Get better. <laughs> <laughs> and I just won't explain it to him. It'll be fine. That's perfect. He can figure it out on his own. Hmm. Welcome back. Hi, thank you for having me back. Oh, we're so happy that you're here to be had. Here to be had? I've I've been had. I've been had several times throughout the past days. So. Oh, we're going to get into that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Greedy, are yeah. you doing that thing that you do? No, no, I'm not. What are you doing? got the show notes up <gasps> so proud of you prepared well, i want to i want to be like all in well we called him out last episode about how he just kept <laughs> looking at his phone the whole time was well, it last... also titty tuesday on that day or no no it was, not. <laughs> it was not last episode i was uh trying to do like seven things at once and i think i forgot six of them oh. maybe seven i don't know um, <laughs> the podcast is one of those things he forgot. Yeah, the podcast is definitely one of the things that I forgot that day. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna do better today. Well proud done. You. Thank we're you. We're Thank proud you. of you. Oh hey, so awesome. Yes. Today is going to be the day. 
I'm going to get all of our announcements about where we can be found. <laughs> Perfect. Today. Where we can be found is in the show notes. Look there. Ah, <laughs> oh, you are such a lazy host. Right? I feel like uh. that's a much better idea to do that rather than hear you guys stumble over it every single week. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you. Who stumbles over it? Both of you. Both of us. Fuck you, Grady. Ah. Uh, listeners, um, you can you can tell him that he stumbled over it. Care of Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, that's the only one today (laughs) (laughs) but how many times will we say it once um so getting right into it the nitty-gritty uh this this episode is going to be aired what uh a week from a week from tomorrow so um current current event going on right now is the uh the cathedral the notre dame cathedral yeah yeah dude it's like a freaking tinderbox. It's insane. Well, it's, it's burned out. It's all the fire's out now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Did you? I don't know. I was watching so many videos of it yesterday, and I mean, I think when like one watching the spire go down was pretty haunting. But the more haunting thing was is I'd go on Twitter and everyone was filming the crowds outside and they were all singing Ave Maria and it was like some crazy sounding stuff, man. Oh, I believe it. Really weird that something that's been there since forever is kind of like not really there anymore how old is it how old was it i would say it's older than older than joan of arc well yeah yeah it's it's something like 600 years old yeah i think it was a 640 i can't really remember older than everybody that's currently alive in the world definitely yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, amazing that a building stood that very long yeah. I, I've personally been enjoying all the uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame memes. <laughs> oh, God. You know, things like, did I leave the oven on? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's that's that, an incredibly poor taste. Or while, while he's up on top of the spire holding on, the roof, the roof <laughs> is on fire. <laughs> that's well, horrible and hilarious. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I love that movie. But already, like, that song Hellfire was real awkward to look Oh, God. Now. It's going to be real fucky now. <laughs> You know it's going to be bad. What's that? Somebody's going to go to the cathedral, set up a portable, uh, a portable uh, projector, and play that scene from that movie. Oh shit! Nice. Hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> also, as it went down in fire, is that something that the religious folks would be like? It was a place of sin, obviously. There, people are taking it as a sign because it's also Holy Week. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't realize that. Yeah. The, and the idea that that it's it's still undetermined um, what started the fire, uh, at least for the time being, says that it was an act of God. Yeah. So um, yeah, that that doesn't hold a hell of a lot of faith for a hell of a lot of the faith. Yeah. <laughs> pun on top of pun on top of pun intended. Okay. Did, did either of you see that there's been already over $600 million raised to uh, rebuild it? Are you serious? Okay, but I'm serious. Quick question. Why are people raising money to try to rebuild it? Doesn't the Catholic Church going to do that? Aren't they, like, super rich? That or? was my thought. I- exactly. I mean, the Catholic faith is, uh, like, like the, the second wealthiest faith in the world. Wait, yeah. there's somebody wealthier than the Catholics? A Muslim, yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, I thought you were going to say the Jewish. No, they're they're actually number three. Oh wow! Yeah, 
the the church the the, the church synagogue itself. is uh, number three. The Catholic Church is number two. The uh, mosque is number one. Ah, okay. I thought the Catholic um, Church would have been number one. Huh. I thought so too. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, now I, we know better. My, yeah. my thought was exactly the same. It, it should have been the Catholic Church. Uh, hell, they, they should have been, uh, they should have had it insured. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Wait, they didn't have it insured? I don't uh, know. That's a question. Uh, that's, I was going to say, that would be stupid. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen whether or not it has been. I'm, at this point, assuming that it's not because there's all these billionaires coming forward donating hundreds of millions of dollars and... Why the fuck are they doing it? Yeah. Hmm, let's think about that for a second. They're donating large amounts of money to an organized religion. Hmm. They're getting notoriety out of it. They're getting a tax write-off out of it. Mm. That's why they're doing it. Yikes. My other issue with this, yes, losing uh, Notre Dame would be a horrible loss for everybody, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you have all these billions, or hundreds of millions at least, of dollars to donate to this why not donate to your fellow man right mm -hmm. what about all the churches that have been burned here you know in america or been mm -hmm. shot up recently or any other holy places that have been extremely desecrated you know like i said like just here out of acts of violence exactly. or terror but they're gonna they're gonna put it towards there which you know here's my thing it's like I'm not to knock you know Notre Dame, right that's, that's super cool. I really hope it gets rebuilt. That's a terrible, terrible loss we suffered we suffered from. But if you have that, you know, ungodly amount of money, maybe you should have <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> maybe you should be donating it somewhere else to, to a more needs it. To, to a better cause. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give give it to the give to the church. Uh, what, what was the what was the church down in the south that uh, got shot up? Saint Saint Philip's. That's a question. In the I, I south? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was one in the south, and that's kind of everyone's main point. They're like, yeah, kind of cool. You're trying to go towards this place that the Catholic Church is going to rebuild anyway, but... If, if if anybody's asking my opinion, which I'll note they're not... Um, but this is a podcast, so you can give your opinion yeah, anyway. I'm going <laughs> to give it anyway. If you're going to donate to a church, to an organized religion that you know is going to rebuild a structure... Donate to somebody local, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's all... it's. I, I appreciate that Notre Dame is a, a piece of art in itself. Definitely. That it's been standing for over 600 years. That it's it's a phenomenal... It was a phenomenal-looking building. Mm -hmm. At the same time, again, the Catholic Church is massive. They have more than enough to rebuild it themselves. So if the general population... I, I get that all these billionaires are, you know... Getting getting the tax write off for donating donating this money. So you're you're looking at the billionaires. I'm not even looking at that. I'm saying that general general people like uh, John Q citizens like yourself yeah. and myself. If you want to donate to somebody, donate to somebody that needs it. Mm -hmm. you, at this point, Notre Dame is going to be rebuilt. It's going to be completely covered and it's going to be fireproof after it's done. <laughs> yeah. So donate to donate to somebody in your area. Some, somebody at least semi local that. That could really benefit from it. That would be a I great agree. thing. Yeah. Now, all we need is for the Catholic Church to uh, get behind that message. Right. Don't donate to Notre Dame. Donate to your local charity, to your local churches. Mm -hmm. The problem is, all I see happening in the future is, oh, no, we lost Notre Dame. Please send us money to help us rebuild. Well, the Catholic Church will never say that. No. I mean, They're not I, I, get the, I get the sentiment. Yeah. But no, no. The official Catholic Church won't say it, but in each church, 
I'm sure they will be suggesting that you donate something to help with this grand loss. Probably. Mm. Yeah, they can't do it for the grand scale of things. Well, on the smaller scale, when they're reaching out to people, they they will definitely do that. You know, <laughs> something funny about this, though. What's that? So you saw all the video. Well, not all of it, but you saw all, like videos saw of the burning videos and stuff. Of, yeah. And yourself yeah. as well, Princess? Yeah. Did you watch them on YouTube? I did not. I watched them on Twitter. Certainly um, tried to watch them on YouTube. So on YouTube, apparently, um, on YouTube, they started giving like little adverts about things, mm-hmm. little stories to follow up with. The stories they were giving to follow up with were 9-11 stories. That's following uh, the... more more precisely nine eleven conspiracy stories. Yes, oh, because <laughs> because it saw this burning building, so automatically it equated, oh hey nine eleven, and they red flagged most of the bil- or most of the videos about Notre Dame burning. Gotta love that algorithm. Oh yeah, yay! Yeah. Uh, needless to say, you- YouTube uh, spokesperson said, oh it made a mistake. You think? <laughs> no, really? <laughs> no, we thought that was intentional. No. <laughs> Moron. That's all bad. Yay for YouTube and their algorithms. Woohoo. Oh, so uh, I, was, I was watching a, a video, Smarter Every Day. You ever, you ever watch that guy? Uh, I have I not heard of those. that. Uh, Destin, Destin, I can't remember his last name, but this guy takes, this guy takes uh, a... a a practical approach to you know, just random things, things that will educate you, things that will improve your your quality of life. Mm-hmm. And it was th- this particular set of videos. It's a three part series. Is on the YouTube algorithms. I so, love that. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm already here for it because being able to learn what I mean, one, what the hell it thinks it's doing and what it's meant for, I feel it could be super helpful. Yeah, yeah. So, if if you've got time, look up "Smarter Every Day" on YouTube. Okay, "Smarter Every Day," "Smarter mm-hmm. Every Day." Um, check, just check his entire video catalog. I mean, the guy is a genius, and he he comes at he comes at everything he approaches from a uh, an impartial view. I mean, a he's, he's a lot like yeah, he he's a lot like uh, Philip DeFranco. Only um, instead of news, it's practical yeah, things. It's practical things, but. Um, yeah, that's that's what I had to say. We keep about. talking about Philip DeFranco. We're gonna have to invite him to join. Us <laughs> you know, for an if episode. Philip DeFranco ever joins us on one of our episodes, I don't know what I would do. I, I'd I'd be <laughs> turn to a screaming schoolgirl. Maybe, maybe. I feel like that's a reasonable reaction. It's Philip DeFranco, right? <laughs> He's but a man. It's Philip fucking DeFranco. Don't you blaspheme DeFranco? <laughs> This from the non-religious guy. You know, I can be non-religious and say that slandering Philip DeFranco is a sin. Mm-hmm. I didn't slander him. Is he not a man? You said he is just a man. Is he supposed to not be? <laughs> you are wrong and your ignorance will not be forgiven. Fine, I will make sure on Twitter that I tag Philip DeFranco in this episode. You're not worthy. Epic. That would be freaking epic. Did you say I'm not worthy? What? No, he's totally, totally, well, Philip DeFranco's worthy. Shut up. So, um. Moving on. Before we, before we go any <laughs> further, um, Princess? Yes? Black or white? I've already done this. I know. Again? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have you do it again. Yeah. Uh, which one does which again? 
Okay, so the black cards are the question cards, or the fill-in-the-blank cards. The white cards are the cards to fill-in-the-blank. He wants you to fill in his blank. Last time I did the the one that fills in the blank. So give me the opposite of that this time. The black card. Okay, cool. All right. So there's the black card and the pen. Good Thanks. luck. Ugh. I did not expect him to do this this time. I know. <laughs> You're on top of it. I'm proud of you. Hey, I'm making improvements. He got you pissed are. about me always t- talking down about him. Dude, okay. So get this. Since you were on the podcast last, uh-huh. I've lost 43 pounds. Was it all in the beard you shaved off? Or? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look great. You look great. <laughs> I saw a burn and I had to take it. Francis? Yeah. Francis? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you look wonderful. Princess? I'm proud of you. <laughs> well done. Yeah, Notre Dame felt that one. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? No, not too soon. Alright, can we move on now? Can we continue? Well, can, can we continue? Can we continue? Are you asking her? Yeah, yeah. We, we have a live studio audience this evening. Uh, the same silent one from the last episode. <laughs> Hi, silent one. <laughs> she laughed. Heard okay. that giggle? Mm. Oh my. So, moving on. Moving on to movies. Uh, well, a specific movie. The, new trailer came out. It's a, Christmas, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. It is. Wholesome. It is. And it's not Deadpool 3. <sighs> we are saddened by this. Bummer. <laughs> we want to see Deadpool make fun of being a Disney princess. Yes. <laughs> At least I want to see that. Because <laughs> you know, you know, in the next movie, he's going to have to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll definitely do it. You know, uh, like uh, Wake Up Sleeping Beauty style. That would be great. <laughs> I agree. So the, the movie we're talking about. What is it? Episode 9. Star Trek. Oh, God. Get out of this house. <laughs> Get out of this city. Get out of this country. Use the force, Harry. Greedy, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want our listeners to stay? Uh, the, the movie we're talking about is uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Which Whoa. I was... <laughs> that is a big old steaming pile of foreshadowing. <laughs> I was listening to um, Kevin Smith's uh, Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. He and Ralph Garman, they had an interesting theory. Okay. If Luke Skywalker is officially dead at this point, yes? In theory, yeah. In theory. What if the Rise of Skywalker is, there's no more Jedis, officially. Okay. What if instead of being called Jedis, they're called Skywalker? The Skywalker religion or whatever. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, as, as there are no more Jedi, as the uh, Jedi books have been burned, I... I all, I guess, yeah. All Ray has theory. to all Ray has to go off of is that she learned from Skywalker. Okay, so is she going to extrapolate everything else on her own, or is it just going to be hit and miss for her? Who knows? Also, <laughs> do you think Kylo Ren's going to let that fly? Probably not. No. Nah. Mm. So about the trailer. Yeah. How'd you like it? It 
it left a lot of questions. A trailer's so, supposed to. I know. It was like a teaser trailer, too. I'm... Totally I'm, hyped me up. I I'm mean, saying I'm happy that they did that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If if they had given away the entire fucking plot, yeah, I'd I'd have been disappointed. I'd have been upset, but they didn't. You know, uh, they they gave that. Oh well, she she permanently wears Luke's lightsaber now. Yeah. Uh, she's, you know, definitely got some sort of control. So at least a little bit. She can at jump. At least a little bit. She can mm-hmm. jump, and she can time it that a uh, uh, tie wh- fighter. Oh, that wasn't a TIE fighter, though. That was a... Uh, that was a TIE fighter. Skimming the ground? No, that that was something else. So we're, we're going to have to look up exactly what we'll it is. We'll look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, if Hidjian wasn't sick, he could give us the answer. Yeah. Call him right now. No, she said he's sleeping. No, we're not going to wake him up. He needs to sleep. This is worth the wake up. No, it isn't. Uh, lies. <laughs> hey... Quick question. A Star Wars question, if you'll he'd be like, oh, I'm here for it. <laughs> See? Wide awake, but you know, I would not improve him, you know, his general sleepiness and sickness, and so that's why I'm not going to allow either of you to do it. Like, my time has come. <laughs> Get down with the sickness. No. <laughs> He's been down with it. He's been down with it for a while. He needs to get better. He does. So when we call <laughs> for him to be on the podcast, he can answer the call. Mm-hmm. Actually... My question is this. Did the trailer inspire you to go out and get a Colt 45? Does anybody else? Does anybody get this reference? No. No? No. Lando? Lando had a Colt? The actor who plays Lando Calrissian uh-huh. was a spokesperson for Colt 45 for many oh, years. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, you're. I thought you were trying to make some sort of like weird like Afro man joke. I was no, like, no, what no. The fuck? No, no. You're, you're a young one. It's okay. You, you don't. You aren't expected to know these things. <laughs> Thank you for for uh, excusing that. I guess. <laughs> I, on the other hand, should have known that. You should have, old man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it did not inspire me to go buy a Colt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that whole scene of him actually flying the Falcon finally. Uh huh. I am really ready for this. No doubt. Did you see Solo? Because I didn't. I did, yes. What did you think of it? I thought it was alright. I mean, it was a fun story, and uh, being along for the ride was, you know, pleasant. It was it was fun to be along for the ride. Learn a bit learn a bit about uh, 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 Han Solo. Um, find out the origin of his name. Find out the backstory, how he got out of uh, slavery or indentured servitude, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and... You know, learn about his uh, his love interest that he uh, lost ultimately. Um, it was it was fun for the ride, but I don't really think that it did anything for the series. It didn't didn't really do anything for the series. No. Did Harrison Ford make an appearance in that? If he did, I did not see him. Oh, that would have been a reason for me to at least view it at that point. <laughs> uh, IMDb, it is. <laughs> <laughs> So you're definitely going to go see it on Christmas? I mean, that really just kind of depends on if my partner's going to take me to go see it on Christmas. Because he may go see it on Christmas. I was like, you know for damn what that dancer, he's going to go see it the date. He might get invited beforehand. Because didn't he get invited like upstate to see the last one? I'm not entirely sure of that information. I just do know that he is the uh, super nerd. So, I mean, he gets super nerd perks sometimes. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm not I'm not entirely sure if that's gonna be. I mean, I actually should say it's gonna be a day of thing for him. I do not know if it's gonna be a day of thing for me. You will support his day of thing. Oh, absolutely. Gotcha. You're gonna dress. You're gonna dress up as Princess Leia (laughs) or Slave Leia, one of the two. (laughs) You know, I'll I'll do something. I'll figure it out. Ewok, who knows? <laughs> An Ewok, that'd be a weird kink. I might that would be a very weird kink. I, I, I might need to kink shame him a little bit. For that one. <laughs> no, no kink shaming for shame. Mm, but kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> <laughs> no, greedy. Didn't we talk about that last time? Yeah, that was my kink. That was your kink too. Yes. Oh my gosh, kink same. Team <laughs> venture. No. Don't go team venture on that. <laughs> All right, moving off of Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Back <laughs> getting to- off of Star Wars. <laughs> getting off, getting Star- off on Star Wars. <laughs> I'm sure uh, Hidden has done that at least once in his life. <laughs> oh, Kylo. Oh, oh, Kylo. <laughs> I feel like he has more taste than that. He wouldn't go for Kylo. I, I hope would. He does. I totally would. But I, I don't know. Oh, your Kylo's your type. Dude, Adam Driver's my type. Even though he's like one of the most bland looking white dudes I've ever seen in my entire life, I'm just like, why do I like you? Ew! (laughs) (laughs) I I like the fact you're like, it sucks that I like him, but I do. Dude, bland is white bread, like, (laughs) very monotone. (laughs) But I'm still just kind of like, he can get it. That's fine. He can get it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, What I was going to talk about is, Mm. hey, guess what? Ohio is stupid. Yeah. Why is Ohio stupid? Ohio passed a new law. Okay. This new law makes it illegal for a woman to have an abortion if it's past six weeks. You can't determine that you are, in fact, pregnant in the first six weeks. Guess what? They don't care. <laughs> We've been oh new. God. It's because they don't care about the safety of women. All they care about is... Pump out that child. Mm-hmm. But these are also the kind of the same people who tend to say that our country is full. But yet, no, please keep on having all these babies that you don't want as well. Right? Every sperm is sacred. Anyway. I've met people that makes me disagree with that. <laughs> oh, don't talk about greedy. He's right there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Greedy. Okay, That's the so, host I was talking so, uh, about. So the answer is no. Harrison Ford was not in Solo. Oh, darn no. um no no uh anytime anytime one of my friends tells me that they're expecting um i i try to do my part to you know make a toast to them whenever an appropriate time arises and the toast that i'll typically give is you know raise the glass to the stork that brings good babies mm-hmm. to the raven that brings bad babies and to the swallow that brings no babies oh! <laughs> <laughs> well done well done. I don't know. I feel like I'm at like, I'm just at this like really weird age now where I don't know what the reaction should be. Like my friend told me probably, probably about two months ago now. And she, she's texted me. She says, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And I didn't know whether to go congratulations or go. So do we need to uh, take a ride or like, like, I just, I don't know. Is that something that you're happy about? Is it something you're not happy about? Well, the I'm important, not sure. Well, the important thing is you gave her options. I did. You, I, you didn't just immediately say, oh, great. You're going to be a mom. Yeah, precisely. I don't want to put that pressure on someone. And I said, I basically said something along the lines of just kind of like, okay, um, wow, 
what's going on <laughs> you know so and then after that i kind of let her figure it out when she responded positively to that you know she's like you know being a mom is something i've always wanted to do i'm just like okay great then i'm like i need you to guide my reaction but it's really hard to do over text because if she had come up to me and be like i'm pregnant i would have been whoa and waited for her to give me more to go off on to figure out if she's like my life is over or if she's just like i love babies those great context clues of in-person verbal communication yes but over text i had no idea how to react to that because i was like i don't know you well enough to know if that's a uh, a good if thing that's, yeah if that's a goal that you want right now or even what your beliefs are about that you know so i was like huh whoa <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so something that we talked about on the previous episode uh, with the law uh, down south about them trying to make abortion illegal and then uh-huh. the female Congress people. The, the snark law that was put forth about uh, trying to mandate that any male over 55 <laughs> uh, report when they ejaculate. Yes. I love that. I'm just, all I'm thinking is all the people that are putting these laws into place are old people. Mm-hmm. Old men. Old men that I'm pretty sure are done having kids. Probably. So why are they worried about the young ones having children? They are so pro-life they want the women to die. Because that's what's all that's all that's going to happen. I mean, just because you make it illegal doesn't mean that abortions aren't going to continue happening. It means they're going to find different means to have that abortion. Very unsafe means like we've had before. So that calls women to become, you know, things like infertile or die or have consistent health problems for the rest of their life. So we're going back to the, what, 20s, 30s? No, I mean, even after that. I mean, I'm pretty sure that my mother told me that my great-grandmother, which isn't too far back away, she had had, like quite a few abortions because i guess she used to make the joke that you know oh you know my husband couldn't throw his underwear for at me during doing laundry otherwise he'd be like hey you be careful with that because that's how easy she would get <laughs> pregnant so <laughs> she was someone who you know she had a lot of abortions because she couldn't be having children like that with the type of job that she had you, she was a woman with a job for one thing but. right <laughs> if she had a child then they're like oh well no you're you have to stay home now and take care of that child. Well, I mean, frankly, it would have ruined their lives if she had had any more children, especially, you know, after she had had my grandmother and her siblings. You know, there's just, you're already raising three children. You can't have another mouth to feed. Right. Especially if you don't have the means. Precisely. You know, so it just would have made her life even harder than it already was. But she kept the three in. We have you. Well, as yeah, that's true. That's pretty great. That's that's a good thing. Definitely a benefit. <laughs> I will agree. Oh, guys. <laughs> so more importantly, don't go to Ohio. Don't go to Ohio because if you uh, decide to have a fling there and she gets pregnant, you're both fucked. You're now a papa. <laughs> so says the law. <laughs> uh, now, if they leave the state and have the abortion, is it still hmm. considered illegal? I don't think so because it'd be out of the state. But who? Yeah. But my thing is, who would be covering it at that point? That's a very good question. Is that something your insurance would still cover, or like I'm not? I don't know. That's more expensive. That's a fine question. Uh, If if you have insurance through somebody, one of the the gargantuan insurance companies, Blue Cross, uh, Mm -hmm. Kaiser, whatever, you go to another state, they're going to have providers in that other state. So, um, if you're getting an abortion through them, then. You know, maybe it'll be, be maybe it'll be covered. Uh, versus going to say like Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to live in the state to go to their facility. So 
it would stand to reason that they would cover that. Can I just give like a quick shout out to Planned Parenthood because I went there for the first time like I think two months ago. No shit. Yeah, and I was and I was super scared because I, I'm a bad noodle. I'm 23 and I did not get the pap smear my doctor told me to get when I was 21. Oh. And I was just like, you know, maybe I should care a little bit more about my sexual health since you know I have partners that I also care yes. about. You know, that's and, important. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, and I should get like a full checkout. I should do everything. And so my mom had been telling me forever. She was like go just go to Planned Parenthood and they'll help you just and I was like okay okay and I was still super nervous and I went there and not only were they just like the nicest group of people I've ever met but they were so kind and so non-judgmental I was able to tell them you know like hey like so I'm Polly and the girl just knew what that was which I'm not used to people knowing that right off and then she, and she was like okay all right she was just like in that case she's like this might be a little bit of a hard question how many partners you've had in this amount of time? How many partners do you know that they've had? Do you know if anyone's done this or done that? You know, and she was just super cool about it. The doctor, you know, I we were talking about it a little bit too, and the doctor was super nice about it, and she was super supportive. Like, they're just so... It turned something that was a really kind of, like, scary experience for me because I imagine my first experience just being awful. I mean, there's someone getting up in there who I didn't necessarily, like, <laughs> really, <laughs> you know? But, I mean, she was she was so nice. I mean, even for, like, my first pass, we were, she, she was like, no, no, this is your first one. So let me tell you just about a few things that are going to happen. Here are the things I will be using on you. Here, you can take a look. Do you need to touch it? Blah, 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 blah. Like, she's just, it was such a good experience. And I left with an extreme amount of condoms. I left with birth control and future birth control options. I left with um, a plan B pill. And I left with a lot of education as to how to use all three of those things and I was able to talk about you know different misconceptions about you know things like birth control pill plan B everything it was just it was just absolutely amazing and so now of course I go back there all the time because it was such a wonderful experience and made me feel very very supported nice how long ago was this this was not even two months ago the first time I went so you know because I mean when you go there to the same thing where you know I could just be like hey like I need to be I want to be tested on everything I want to be tested (laughs) on everything and I want to have a printed out paper saying I've test I've been tested on everything and here's what's going out precisely well I don't like using the word clean I am free of STIs there we go yeah but I mean that's the thing it's like you know and I I explained that and she said she's like that's something what we can do I'll get you tested on absolutely everything she named off everything she's going to be testing me on and then she said she's like and in two weeks she's like we probably be able to call you because generally we only call you if something does show up she's like if you come in in two weeks and you request that paperwork we'll get it printed for you and that's exactly what happened perfect awesome it was wonderful what I'd like to put out there to the listeners support your local Planned Parenthood because the government's trying to shut it down for the most part yeah. Yeah. I, I went there once. Well, once? Okay, the first time I went there. <laughs> I was like, um, only once? <laughs> no, the first time I went there um, was for an STI panel as well. Um, mm-hmm. I had them, I had pretty much the same experience. Um, they they asked me all sorts of fun questions. At the time, I only had one partner. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I didn't give them any any real details but they were they were very professional about it. They yeah. made it something, you know, this is absolutely normal and it, it didn't hurt it was painless you know oh. aside from the finger prick that sucked to the <laughs> chicken okay so you know you know the uh, the 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 button yeah the button lancets they have well she pushes it out and pops the needle out the back and pulls it out and sticks my finger oh, hit me to the bone shit. oh wow <laughs> i was pissed yeah i'd be pissed too uh, yeah aside from the uh, it, it was because i told her why i was there and i'll, I'll tell you guys off the air later but mm-hmm. um it was the reason that I told her I was there. I, I get the feeling that she was angry at me for something that I didn't do. Oh, wow. Well, she so, could have warned you, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, 
I, I know better than to deal with her ever again. Mm. Um, every uh, other experience <laughs> I've had there has been stellar. I mean, yeah. with, with that story, it made me think of, uh, did either of you watch Daria, the TV show? Yeah. A couple episodes. All right. Yeah. Do you remember the very man-hady teacher? I can't think of her name. Uh, the one that, the one who started dating the uh, the very effeminate uh, guidance counselor. I'm not sure, but go ahead and enlighten us on the story. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what I'm imagining. She heard whatever whatever story you're going to tell us later. All you men are the same. No. You all <laughs> do horrible things. <laughs> one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did she speak to you in that tone? Um. To your memory? Was it silent rage and then she just stabbed the hell out <laughs> it of was, you? It was, it was just staring daggers at me. Oh. Oh. One of those. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the silent ones are the ones you need to worry about. Hmm. Ah. So, yeah. So, um, awesome? Yes. What's the term of the week? The term this week is switch. Like... When Grandpa says, go out back and get a switch, you have two minutes. No. And it better no. be a good one. Fetch no. me a switch. Not that kind of switch. No? No, Greedy. The type of switch like you are. Greedy? I'm a switch? <gasps> Say it ain't so. I guess. Are you not a switch? Yes. <laughs> yes. I-, I wanted you to lie to me. Say it ain't so. <laughs> no. So a switch is a person that uh, bats for both teams. No, no, <laughs> that's that's something else. That's, that's, that, that, that's by that both tops and bottoms, depending on the situation and or the partner. That's mm-hmm. technically by as well. No, 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 no. no. By kinky. By kinky. By kinky. That's kind of that's a I cool like alternative term. Better than switch. By kinky. Like, by- excuse me, identify as being by kinky. Hold on. By kinkyrus. <laughs> by kinkyrus. By kinkyrus. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to become a thing. Let's yep. uh, let's make this a uh, fetish on fit, uh, fat left right now. I got you on it. <laughs> by kinkyrus. Princess is on it. <laughs> being by kinkyrus with the Gotham press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, how do you want people to uh, present it this time? For this one, how did we do it last time? I don't recall. Greedy, you're supposed to be the one checking this. I know, and uh, when the last one airs, I will listen to it, and I will be <laughs> <laughs> And that will remind you? That will remind me. I can't deal with this level of unprofessionalism. Hey, this is how I've been doing it, and it's been working. <laughs> you're like, it's fine, I'm on top of it. Uh, greedy on top. When would that ever happen? Oh, wait, he's a switch. Never mind. <laughs> right? <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh-huh. Um, you know what, Greedy? What? How about just an email on this one? Email it. Yeah. And I'll keep track of this one. Okay. You can keep track of this All one. All right. So I'll be looking for by Kinkyrus? No. <laughs> no. We'll be looking for <laughs> switch. So by should Kinkyrus. I make a finish by Kinkyrus or by Kinkyrus with the Gotham Press? With the Gotham Press. Okay. Maybe make both. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? I mean... That's kind they... of a great theme already that we're going <laughs> with. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Mm. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Princess. Hi. What brought you here today? Uh, there was something you wanted to talk about, right? What brought me here today is that I had a... Uh, 
I've had an interest in a particular kink for a while, and I was very happy because I finally got to try it out the uh, the past few days. And it was enough that I was just like, hey, you know, maybe someone else might be into this too. And I asked you guys to present on it, and then I said, okay, so when are you coming on? And I said, what? <laughs> so. <laughs> well, real quick, you said you tried it for the first time in the past few days? Yes. Uh, like, literally the last time I did it was this morning. All right. So my question is, did you enjoy it? immensely immensely all right wait a second wait a second what was it uh it was c and c otherwise known as consensual non-consent consensual ah. non-consent yes yeah see when when you said c and c i was thinking computer numeric control i, I <laughs> no programmer i'm sorry <laughs> but if it's not consent how can it be consensual it can be consensual because you are agreeing to essentially what limits you're being pushed to. And also you agree on, well, at least it, it varies from person to person. But generally speaking, the way I do it is that you agree to everything beforehand. So you have a conversation with this person first? Oh, absolutely. And you talk about everything and what you want and what you don't want? Precisely. Um, you talk about even more than that, really. Oh, well, really? Do tell. Uh, well, I mean, you talk about things like what do you consider to be CNC, or what, or what do you agree? What, what is non-consensual to you? Where is that limit at? Ah. right. Like I like I use the example of, and I heard people talked about this before, right? Morning sex. Okay. Since technically the person is not awake for that to be consented to, is that non-consensual? And oh. it sounds, you know, and some people think here that I'm like, no, that sounds silly. It's just, it's just sex. It's morning sex. Everybody likes that, you know, but it's one of those kind of things you kind of have to consider if you're not awake to give, you know, enthusiastic affirmative consent, you know, is considered to be non-consensual. So that's something that's going to vary from person to person. This is true. Yeah. For me, that is kind of actually non-consensual. I, it's actually also because I'm not a fan of morning sex too, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not like one person that's not really into that, but it's like, but for me, it's non-consensual because I like to be able to know I don't, sometimes I like being surprised whenever it's been negotiated beforehand, but otherwise I'm just kind of like, no, it's morning. I want to wake up on my own time. Please get away from me. So that's non-consensual to me, but to a lot of other people, no, that's perfectly consensual. To a lot of vanilla people, that's perfectly consensual. So you have to kind of define those terms. What is... Uh, what would that mean to you? Okay. Do you have any experiences from this from these past few days that you can share with the listeners? Anything you feel comfortable sharing? I mean, I don't mind sharing quite a bit, just because it was a it was a very good three days for me. Okay. And I mean, I mean that in the sense where it feels like I have a lot of um, a lot of emotional relief right now. Oh. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it, it's pretty obvious it, most kinky people and, you know, even if you're just part of a, of a community, there's one really common thing we have besides being kinky and that's that there's a little bit of trauma in a lot of us. Trauma? It's kind of true, though. I mean, there's a lot of people that have been through things, even if there's things that are not at all related to their kinks. You know, sometimes that kind of tends to be a common denominator across people. And I found that this is definitely not an overarching thing. This isn't something for everybody. But in CNC, a lot of participants in that have a lot of trauma sometimes. So they're trying to use, are they, how do I want to phrase this? Are they recreating some of these things for themselves or? It can be used that way. Um, for me, that's what I needed to okay. help get past it. 
Ah. So it's like sometimes people, uh, to deal with some other trauma, sometimes they fetishize it, you know, because when you replace a really negative experience with basically with positive experiences, your brain starts to kind of like work around it and is able to deal with it a little bit. So more. you're taking the power back. Yeah. And, experience. and, you know, and admittedly, this is not something that will work for everybody. Like you can, I mean, it's like what Corinne was saying, you know, how easy it is to re-traumatize yourself. Yes. So I feel like that uh, one of the things that I think is pretty cool about CNC, but also I feel like someone needs to really realize before they try to do it is that, um, a lot, a, a lot of responsibility is placed on the bottom in this. They need to know themselves well enough to know, that they are putting themselves in a situation that may not be good if they're not mentally healthy enough, or not mentally healthy enough to go ahead and get there. Like, for me, it took a lot of thinking about, and I mean, even up until, like, you know, day before, it was a constant, you know, my, my partner was very much like, you know, are you sure? We can change this at any time. You can always stay for it any time in order to reveal consent. You can do this, you can do that, and kept on affirming that with me. You know, and I mean, everything up until like, you know, like I was, uh, I had a very, very good top in this situation, of course, you know, but he asked me, he's like, you know, what are some negative experiences that you felt your consent has been violated? He's like, you know, even he's like, you don't even need to give me the really heavy stuff. He's like, even like uh, some guy hit on you or, you know, or someone grabbed you inappropriately or, you know, any, anything like that, that, you know, typically women usually deal with on a daily basis because he wants to know that, to know that if, if our scene would cause anything like that to come up. Any little thing that could possibly take out the entire scene. Absolutely. And it almost did because, I mean, last month I was at a show and a guy shoved his hand down my pants. What? What? Yeah, it was it was really not good, and it was really bad. And I kept on trying to get away from him and try to find security, and I could not find them. And I went to full panic mode. And then I had this brilliant stroke of idea because the mosh pit was next to me, so I shoved him into it, and I got him away from me. But I remember as soon as that happened, I was I mean I was pissed off. I had a really hard time enjoying the show, which sucks because it's one of my favorite bands. And I just I really didn't know how to think through that. And the first thing I think of was that you know I should tell this person that that happened. And so I told him about it, and he said, okay, well. Um, when you're ready to, I'd like you to Skype me so we could talk about what happened. We could talk about your feelings about the situation and we can figure out if we need to renegotiate, reamend things or just table it for now. Wow. This is a very good top. He, yes, he is, is amazing. He is. I thank him so much. He's one of my like, I really feel like he's like one of my best friends now because he has done a lot of really great things for me. That's good. awesome. Yeah. And he's wonderful at communicating and I love it. So perfect. Bravo to the top. Bravo to you for, for first off, facing your fears and doing, doing this. <laughs> uh, understanding, hell, knowing knowing yourself well enough to to recognize this stuff. That That's that's massive. I mean, I was very lucky because I have a wonderful community of people that I was able to join. Mm-hmm. And it's something. <laughs> I mean, well, because it's like, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to find all of you guys because, you know, I got all these soft skills that I really, really needed. Like learning how to talk openly with somebody is kind of uh, something I thought I had down. I didn't realize I didn't know anything really till I came here. And I learned a lot about personal responsibility, you know. And so that was kind of like, ah, that was just, it was, it was a really big thing for me to be able to have that. And so for me to be able to kind of like look inside myself and know what I'm ready for and what I'm not ready for. And this was something that I had felt for a while. I was like, this is something I'm interested in. This is something I would potentially be ready for. But it's kind of like trying to figure out how to seek 
that out mm-hmm. you know and so I was, it was pretty cool because i found it through uh through bds somewhere you know so it's like <laughs> okay well awesome i was like bds somewhere served a purpose it wasn't just broken for once great <laughs> but it's, it's got better it has been getting better and you know what you know kudos to them for you know for taking all the it. refugees from tumblr so <laughs> so many refugees yeah and i mean it was kind of cool because like you know i was able to find all these blogs and i was pretty nifty about it i'm like and that's just you know that's cool because it's cool and idea to you know you could reblog as many posts and stuff like that as you want and you kind of get part of the fulfillment from that but i mean i found you know a group of people through there and then that led me to you know basically through this group where i found this individual person and i was able to talk to him because you know he's a he's an admin of one of these groups so he knows quite a lot about it and so all the questions that i had and mind you to be completely honest when i first joined this group i wasn't planning on sticking around i wasn't planning to talk about it i was actually planning to get in ask my questions and then leave because i was just going to i thought i was just going to panic out of it like i normally do i'm just like okay now i'm just going to go ahead and dip but i ended up really sticking around because they went through a i felt like a very appropriate vetting process if you're going to have a lot of people talking about the subject and possibly meeting each other which okay. is not which isn't the intent of the group the group is not to hey come meet a pro, come meet a play partner like it's not anything like that but i mean they they go through a pretty extensive process because they also don't want people to feed misinformation right because there's a lot of that that can definitely go ahead and go with this this sounds like a great group it's absolutely wonderful and i love them so much <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it was, it was really cool because i was able to you know ask a lot of questions have a lot of kind of like rough conversations with them about it you know and one of the things that i told them that like i know that i can't do is like i i like pain um but i never would call myself a pain slut at all i know them they are in our community and they are like holy fucking shit (laughs) (laughs) can take a lot you know and i'm also someone where like you know with my uh with with my particular traumas or in this case you know with the with the sexual assaults that i've gone through they weren't particularly violent in the sense of like it wasn't like I was being hit repeatedly or anything else like that. It was just purely a huge violation of trust. I understand time. that. Yeah. And it was something that I did not consent to. So for me, having something really violent in a scene would have not done anything for me. One, I can't take a lot of pain. But uh, two, that wasn't going to help me through anything. You know? Yeah, it's I just I really I needed a sense of trust to be broken. And so I was able to talk about that with him. And he was just he's like, that's completely fair. He's like, if that's what you need, I'll work on that with you. And then came the blackmail. And that was wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Wait, wait, the blackmail. The blackmail. Because we talked about, you know, what kind of things were for me. It is definitely much more a psychological thing. Mm -hmm. That's what I needed from from it. And so we talked a lot about psychological play. And then, you know, we had that that wonderful class from uh, K-Spin here, too. And I was able to talk to him a lot about that, too. And so it was really great, you know. But, um we talked a lot about psychological play, what can go up, what can go out of that, you know, how would you fix things that go wrong? <laughs> you know, it was That's it, an important question. Yes, precisely. Don't break your toys, don't do anything that you can't undo. Yeah. You know, and so we we talked a lot about that. Leave them better. Precisely. Always uh, leave leave them better than you found them. You know, and so we talked a lot about that and I realized that that's what I needed. That's what I needed to build the trust and then kind of like have it broken sort of you know and consensually broken yeah precisely consensually broken and so you know it's like i never thought it'd be so hot for like someone to go like oh 
Uh, or the, well, I'm trying to think of like a really good example of one time he got me really bad. Because, you know, we would do like normal, like, you know, kind of like flirtatious stuff or whatever, right? Send pictures back and forth. And then I remember he asked me, he's like, hey, you should add me on Facebook and FetLife. Okay, cool. Like, I didn't think anything of it, so I added him on those, right? And then he, and then he's, he's like, that's cool. He's like, so your mom's name is blank. And I was like, yeah. And he's, he's like, I wonder what you think of this picture if I sent it to her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that laugh, that's, that was my, like, oh my god my heart dropped and i was like what or then he would say things just kind of like you know it's so funny because i bet you if i post it on facebook i wonder how quickly they're able to get to it before they take it down how many of your schoolmates would see it how many people at work people in your community are on there too right you know and it's like you know stuff like that of course you know very 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 back of my brain i know they're completely empty threats he would never (laughs) but you don't no. Yeah, but I don't know that. My first initial reaction is that panic response. And the kind of the great thing about, uh, <laughs> sounds so stupid. The great thing about being blackmailed is that it's really easy to get deeper and deeper into it. Yep. Because it's always, you give me this or I will do this. You know, and he started me off slow. I mean, he was he was pretty blatant about like, I'm going to ask you for this because I'm going to use this against you later. Took me into it really, really slow. Right. You know, only ever at my comfort level. I've safe worded once during that. And he talked to me about it for two whole hours afterwards over nice. Skype to make sure that I didn't drop from having a negative experience. We talked about, you know, what went wrong, what's going to change. Is it something that I'd want to try again or does he have to avoid it altogether? And then we moved on to completely separate top. Actually, I talked about you guys in the community. So <laughs> things that make me really happy, basically. <gasps> Green, we make her happy. Yay. <laughs> I feel so happy. <laughs> but you know it was it was one of those type of things where it's like i i feel like everyone should have that level of trust with another person before going into it so it was it was pretty great and so yeah we uh we did that for the for the past three days and it's been absolutely wonderful and i cried really really hard yesterday one out of pain uh two out of terror and three just because when the emotional release came out of me i was just so happy i just kept on repeating like thank you thank you thank you thank you over and over and he probably got sick of me because i was just like holy cow like not even like five minutes afterwards he's giving me aftercare and i just broke like a dam all over again and i was just could not stop thanking him because it's something that really really helped me that sounds amazing it was cathartic i'm very happy that you had this great experience yeah thank you (laughs) that's totally awesome yeah it's pretty, pretty, pretty wonderful. But yeah, and you know, and that's, and that's to say, it's like, you know, in, in my thing, it was kind of like creating one of those, um, one of those moments of assault, you know, and that's, but that's what I needed. Not everybody needs that. And not everybody goes into this to, re, you know, recreate trauma. Some people are just genuinely curious about it. Some people have never, they're not looking at it as a thing as like, oh, I'm going to heal myself by putting myself through this. Some people are just kind of curious about it. The idea of it entices them. They want to try it from, you know, either a top perspective or a bottom perspective, mm-hmm. you know, but I still believe the same level of negotiation needs to go into it. When's the last time you felt like your consent was violated? How was it violated? You know, is that going to be a possible trigger for you? Is that something you feel like you can work through? Do we need to just have just a random thing that could never happen and that be the scene that we have? You know, I feel like that same level of negotiation needs to go into it each time, even if you're not using it necessarily for the purposes that I used it for. Okay. It's quite wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you are all kinds of giddy now. I 
am. It was great. Like, I'm super, I still haven't been home yet. Like, I literally just got back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm still in pain, and I'm just so happy to have that pain. It's great. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sit on these uncomfortable-ass chairs <laughs> just so I can feel it more. Oh, no. It's my cervix that hurts. Like, we're good. <laughs> like, there's nothing that can be done. It's my cervix and my tits. Like, it's they're just kind of there. <laughs> Ain't the lifestyle great? Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> uh, your your uh, local partner is going to have a great time, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, I feel like this has been fruitful. This has been very fruitful. How about you, Princess? Do you feel this has been a, great, a good episode? I think it's been a wonderful episode. All right. See, that's what we like. So, Greedy, any final thoughts? I would say don't violate consent. Absolutely not. 100%. But if you're going to violate consent, make sure you have consent to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, princess, final thoughts? I do. BDSM is just being in a fight club, except the first rule is you literally always talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga, you're welcome. Awesome. Got any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts from me? This has been a great episode. I've learned things about CNC that I was not aware of. I taught you something? You did. Ah! So look, now I'm actually more interested in this. <laughs> I have to uh, look into it some. Well, I'm sure I'll have conversations with yes, you about you it will. as well. Definitely. Can I see that card, please? Absolutely. Uh-oh. Yeah. You just interrupt my final thought for her. I did. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Oh, wow. Well, that's going to be a fun one to play. <laughs> Go ahead and read it. Captain Awesome shoved blank in blank. Ha! Draw two. <laughs> well played. Well played, princess. Welcome. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that to play on next time. Next game night. <laughs> Isn't that coming up pretty soon? Uh, in two weeks? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah. 27th? Uh, I believe so. Princess, Sweet. princess are you going to be there? Absolutely. Yay! Are you going to look for your card? Absolutely. <laughs> She's going to like, let me shuffle the day. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep this one on top. Yes. <laughs> I'll make sure to deal with you last. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be a good time, though. Anyway, uh, to finish out my thought, this has been a great episode. I learned quite a bit. Thank you, Princess. Uh, listeners, as always, this has been the Gotham Press. Thank you for joining us. Don't, as, as she said, don't break your toys. Uh, go out there, enjoy yourself, have consent when you're doing whatever you're doing. Always. And uh, we are out. Yeah. You know, he gets pissy when I steal his line. 